morning. Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Last night, the Springfield School Board voted six to nothing. One member was not present, but the six who were there all voted to terminate the employment of a District 186 teacher, the only remaining teacher who still said no to either of two options designed to keep schools safer and to minimize the risk of COVID spread during the pandemic. Those two options were show proof that you've been vaccinated against COVID as a majority of Sangamon County residents, a majority of Illinoisans, a majority of Americans have been. And if you don't want to do that, then you will need to submit to weekly COVID testing. Initially, two teachers refused. One of them ultimately came forward to acknowledge she'd been vaccinated all along since long before the mandate. Just didn't want to say it. But when it uh, came time uh, to either acknowledge what her reality was or lose her job, she decided to acknowledge reality. Uh, but one teacher remained. His name is Kingsley Keys. He is was a Franklin Middle School music teacher. Now, technically speaking, he still has a couple of weeks to request a hearing. He has still at least a possibility of filing litigation. He was being coy about that today, uh, not indicating yet uh, whether he is suing or uh, who his lawyer might be or on what grounds and so on, which, you know, again, I'm, I'm not sure why. The, the the coyness on it all, but um, you know, it's his his strategy. If he chooses to go that route, that's fine. But uh, he decided to address the school board last night before they made their vote. Now, I want to play his remarks for you. I'm not going to play the rest of the public comment. We'll talk about it a little bit. But uh, <clears throat> man, um, sometimes I think you uh, you might need to kind of uh, assess your position by kind of looking around and seeing who else is on your team and some of the things that they're saying. But we'll, we'll get into that in just a moment here. Here is Kingsley Keys uh, from last night addressing the Springfield School Board. Read your little statement, and um, then we will have our first speaker. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Each, that, speaker, each speaker will be This is the. They can keep track of the countdown. That's the, the whole screen. disclaimer they have to yeah. do here. Uh, our first speaker tonight is Mr. Kingsley Keys. All right, so let's, let's listen to Kingley, Kingsley Keys' statement now with some pauses for annotation. Hello, I am Kingsley Keys. Regarding testing and vaccination, to those who are concerned primarily with the safety of others, my testing or not testing seems like I'm not taking your feelings into account. In all of this divisiveness wedged into our lives and even into my own family, I hate the discord between us. And I have compassion for all of you, left or right. I want to extend grace to all of you, and I hope that that's reciprocated. To all those of you that have been injured, I am so sorry. And to those who have been vaccinated and injected, I am for you. To my friends and family members, I am sorry. A mentor said to me last week that COVID's not the problem, but it's the method. And I believe that there's an undercurrent, spiritual in nature, that wants us all to be on separate teams. And I'm so sorry that we've been bitter at times and not been gracious with each other. 
COVID's not the problem, it's the method. And there's a quote, undercurrent, that wants us to be on separate teams. Now, that's, that's a curious phrasing on this. Who is behind this undercurrent? Who is masterminding this method? This is something that I, I keep hearing a lot, that they, they are out to control us. They are out to divide us. But they never really say who they are. Uh, you know, and that to me has always been a big, big red flag in all of this, that the people who are resisting, uh, again, what is very much consensus, medical and public health guidance about the safety and efficacy of the vaccine, about the benefits of vaccination, uh, but it's all somehow part of they and what they are trying to do. And um, I, I really would love for somebody who, who believes that to enlighten us a little bit more on who they think they are and how they have managed to co-opt so many doctors and nurses and public health professionals and, uh, and other, you know, people of integrity and goodwill in, in this country. But let's, let's listen to more of his statement. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that I have common sense and I have a wealth of research without shunning evidence. Denial of evidence as a result of your entrenched leanings is dangerously dishonest. In the interest of being safe for everyone, I stand on a broad base of research and well thought out decisions. My actions are pure. My actions are pure. He stands on a broad base of research. If, however, you question his research, then he's not sure you really have the best interest of people at heart. Again, I, I'm not quite sure how that works, uh, because when you are listening to doctors and nurses and public health professionals who are saying vaccinations are, are really important for everyone's well-being and they're the best way to get through this pandemic, um, you, you shouldn't be listening to that. You should be listening to him instead. His broad base of research, his wealth of research. Um, you know, here's here's the thing again, and I, I think we have gotten uh, a little fast and loose, perhaps, with the definition of research. I mean, there are medical researchers, and they have a very rigorous process that they go through, uh, and they, you know, they do uh, double-blind studies, and they have peer review, and they research. And, and then there's people who are like, well, I saw this article and I watched this video. I did my research. Let's listen on. For the safety of my family and all of my students and all that I am around. But if you immediately paint me a non-safety conspiracist who only cares about my rights and not about my neighbor, then you've already ended the argument without having the benefit of open eyes. I've provided substantial evidence, and so have myriad scientists and doctors around the planet. Uh, you know, again, I, I'm I'm not familiar with what evidence he's referring to here, but uh, I, I will tell you again, from the CDC to the FDA to the Illinois Department of Public Health to the Sangamon County Department of Public Health to doctors in our hospitals and over and over and over again, um, they are really in agreement on this. And the notion that we should disregard that, that we should throw that away, uh, I uh, can't help but be just utterly perplexed by that. Daily new information is coming out regarding ineffectiveness. Science either supports or it counters. 
But if in the next 10 seconds you dismiss even a notion of evidence contrary to your feelings, then with no consideration, then I no longer trust that you actually have the best interest and safety of others at hand. Uh, again, keep in mind, he wasn't actually presenting any of this so-called evidence or outlining his sources. We're just supposed to accept it, that he's done his research. But rather you've succumbed to a crowd going in the wrong direction with control aimed at the governing of every heartbeat. Control aimed at the governing of every heartbeat. Again, here we go. It's part of this vast effort to control us, to keep us in line. No explanation as to who's behind it or what their motivation is or what their uh, end game is in all of this, but that's what you're expected to now go along with. I wish our relationships hadn't been damaged. I totally care about people. We were all duped in the beginning, but like frogs in the pan, some of you gradually allowed yourself to not jump out. Oh, we were all duped, but some folks, they got they got wise to it. They figured it out. The rest of us, of course, were still just boiling away there, becoming frog soup. I reject this concept of moral and safety posturing with the intent to coerce my family and all Illinoisans into an injection that we don't want. I, I am so morally and ethically not aligned with this injection or the highly discriminatory forced repeated testing of people who are healthy like me. Oh, see, the, the discriminatory testing of people who are healthy. His broad base of research apparently never turned up the phrase asymptomatic spread. It goes on like that, uh, but ultimately the Springfield School Board did uh, vote, uh, again, 6 nothing. To, uh, to dismiss him from his uh, position here, which uh, something he's said a couple of times he expected was going to be the ultimate outcome anyway. And that's led to some frustration, too. I've seen some of this from uh, some uh, parents of, of students who were like, well, if this is where it was headed anyway, maybe you should have just resigned weeks ago so that there could be another teacher in there rather than holding this class, these students, in limbo for uh, for weeks on end uh, while you you went through all of this very public display 217-629-7970 again is our number you can email me jim leach show at hotmail.com you can also find me on facebook you're on wmay good afternoon yeah jim how you doing good why don't you uh, play the whole tape of a guy without interrupting him like the narcissistic toddler that you are? Well, why don't you uh, listen to what we're talking about here? Because, again, he's saying things that need to be corrected on the record. I know guys like you don't like that. I know you just want to have the propaganda and not have anybody point out some of the flaws in the reasoning. Too bad. So sad. Sucks to be you in this case. You're on WMAY. Good afternoon. Hi, Jim. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks. Um, my name is Ryan Jugan. I, you know, I, I know, I know, Ryan. I, you, yeah. <laughs> well, I, familiar I with you, as is anybody who has watched a school board meeting uh, any time over the last yeah, few months. Fantastic. So let's have a conversation because I'll have it with doctors. I'll have it with whoever. We can have it live. You can film it. Let's do it. So right, right, but, but Ryan, here's the thing. What makes you think so that can, you're qualified? So I want to stop. For, I just want to ask you for a second. What okay, makes you sure. think that you're qualified to have a conversation with doctors about a public health issue? What's your training and background? In, in this I area, I, I, I think that's a fantastic point, and I get that. I realize that. I realize my limitations as an individual. I, I completely understand that. However, what you're saying is that there is no science, 
there is no PhDs and MDs, and I'm telling you there is. I, no I, I never said that at all, but what I said is the okay. overwhelming majority, the vast medical so, consensus... So, so, hang on, hey, let me finish my statement here because you mischaracterized what I said. The vast medical consensus in this country, from the CDC to the FDA to state and local health departments, doctors and physicians all across this community, is the vaccine works, it's effective, and it's our best ticket out of the pandemic. I ask again, what are your qualifications to challenge okay. that? Can I address that? Please. Can I please. Okay, excellent. All right. So, I mean, I was going to address your first question, which is who potentially would be behind this, um, but we can move move to that. Okay. So, uh, again, so WHO had a vaccine summit in 2019 in December. Okay, and that that was countries worldwide. So there were countries involved worldwide. They they were trying to figure out um, why vaccine hesitancy was falling, especially in first responders, medical people, because they're a, a large group that is hesitance, right? So we see that right now today that we're seeing nurses and other individuals, even PhDs, you know, we're the top of the list of people who are hesitant. So WHO, check it out, Vaccine Summit. We found out that pediatricians get a half day of vaccine training, and that is simply to follow the CDC schedule. So when I say, or when people say, why do, why do, um, why are all these doctors following? They follow what the CDC is telling us. Well, we know that the CDC um, sells vaccines themselves. They own- okay. Uh, so, uh, again, um, you know more about this than the, the overwhelming majority of doctors, okay, so, nurses, so, so public health professionals. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I want to make sure we're, we're all clear on this. Okay. Excellent. So, so here's okay. what they say, right? So they say that these autism parents that are on the cutting edge to save their children, which that's me, I've been doing it for mm-hmm. 10 years now, mm-hmm. actually do know more than the doctors and scientists. Well, you, you, you don't, Ryan. You, you just simply don't, okay? And, and, and I'm so, I know you think you do. I know you think your hours spent on the Internet have given you the same level of expertise as people who've devoted their lives to epidemiology and science. You just don't. And, and I'm sorry. I'm not going to pretend that you do just to uh, uh, accommodate your feelings here. I'm, I'm just not. Thanks for the call. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. It, uh, mm, it's remarkable uh, to me. And, and it continues to be. You know, just, just like last night, again, in the, in the public comment uh, portion uh, of the program. And the lady who's like, well, if you just look it up, Italy changed their COVID deaths. They, were, they, they rounded it down 97%. No, they didn't. That's another absolute falsehood and absolute fiction but people cherry pick these lines of data and now draw conclusions from them which i would point out again that's not research <laughs> that is uh, somebody working google uh, on overtime uh, and that's all that it is 217-629-7970 is the phone number